Welcome to the Port City Church Podcast. You're listening to our Advent Meditation Series, where we are slowing down in order to prepare our hearts to celebrate Christ this Christmas. To help guide our time, we'll read together in the Gospels, each week focusing on a different theme, with this week's theme centering on the prayers of Jesus. We hope these Advent meditations will focus our minds and prepare our hearts to celebrate Christ this Christmas season as we let Jesus introduce himself to us all over again. Happy Thursday, and welcome back to our Advent meditation series. As we're spending the days leading up to Christmas looking at Jesus Christ and the hope his arrival and eventual return brings us. Our time together this week has centered on the prayers of Jesus, with today's prayer being a unique one, where we see Jesus in his time of need praying for himself. Yet, even in this prayer, his burden remains others-focused. Before we begin, I want to provide space for you to consider any current struggles, adversities, or challenges you face. Pray that your response to your circumstances would be that others see Christ in you. Father, thank you for this time to be with you, to slow down and to ponder the prayers of Jesus. Help us to see something new today. Help us to hear from you today. And as we do, shape us to be more and more like Jesus in our everyday. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Moments before Jesus is betrayed, arrested, and eventually crucified, we see in John 17, Jesus doing something he rarely did praying for himself. He's not teaching the disciples how to pray or praying about the concerns or circumstances of others. Jesus recognizes the impending crisis and chaos coming his way, and that leads him to seek out God's presence and strength. These recorded words give us a unique behind-the-scenes glimpse of the Son praying to his Father in a time of need. Let's take a moment and consider the words of this prayer, starting in verse 1 of John 17. After Jesus said this, he looked towards heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. In a crisis, it is natural for our prayers to turn inward and concentrate solely on our well-being, security, and self-preservation. Our requests become very me-focused. Yet did you notice what occupied the focus of Jesus as suffering and death greeted him at his doorstep, his concern centered on God's glory and our good. Jesus didn't flinch, even though he knew what awaited him on the cross. His mind wasn't in a thousand different directions. Jesus recognized what he wanted. His eyes focused on one goal, for God to be glorified and us to be with him. To make his desire a reality, it would require him to lay down his life. But to Jesus, it was worth the cost. The author of Hebrews 12, 2 goes as far as saying that Jesus endured the cross for the joy on the other side of the cross. 
he knew his desire was worth the sacrifice. His request to receive glory through the cross wasn't selfish or attention-seeking, but rather meek and sacrificial. He knew that the humble act would bring glory to his Father and speak to the length of God's faithfulness, love, and fulfilled promises. We should imitate this posture as we face trials, endure difficulties, and navigate challenges, trusting that even with the worst that life throws our way, through faith and obedience, God can receive glory. We work for his glory, not our own. We must understand that when God receives glory, it's always for our good. Jesus seeking the glory of the Father resulted in our salvation from sin and our ability to experience a full and vibrant life right now and in a perfect form eternally when Jesus returns. Every longing finds its fulfillment in Christ alone. Our yearnings for purpose, hope, meaning, and unconditional love rest in Him. Before we wrap our time together, we want to provide you space to respond to what we read and maybe to what God is trying to say to you. First, take a moment to process this question. How has God's glory been for your good? Another question to consider is this. Think of a current trial, struggle, or adversity you face. How can God receive glory through your faith and obedience? Now take a moment to pray for what God places on your heart during this time, and then I'll come back and share a prayer for all of us. Father God, I am forever grateful that Jesus provides me a way back to you by bringing you glory on the cross. It is there where we find forgiveness and freedom. When I ponder the depths of your love, my soul wells up in delight, worship, and gratitude. It is worth giving my life away and spending the rest of my days bringing you glory. Be glorified in my life. Amen. Thank you for joining us. As you go about today, consider how you can glorify God through your words, actions, and demeanor in those ordinary moments. Tomorrow, we'll close out our week looking at the prayers of Jesus by meditating on the last one that left his lips and how it reassures us that forgiveness is possible for all of us. Until then, blessings. Blessings.